Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another Mike Tomlin Tuesday. That's right, our Tuesday weekly press conference recap. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you again as we again talk about the Tennessee Titans. I feel like we just did this. Why? Because we did just do this a few weeks ago. As you recall, it was week four. Tomlin had his press conference. Everything seemed to be honky-dory, so to speak, although that press conference was bumped back, I believe, to the p.m. I want to say it was around 6 o'clock. But still, it seemed like we had just been here, and here we are again. The Steelers are preparing for the Tennessee Titans, two teams, both 5-0. and This is going to be a good one. We talked about the Browns game last week. It's going to be a huge game. I think this one might be even bigger. This is going to have some serious implications as regards to the AFC playoff picture. Those head-to-head wins are critical. And you know the Titans aren't probably aren't going to be going anywhere, and I doubt the Steelers will be going anywhere. And so this head-to-head win might be the difference between home field advantage or hitting the road in the postseason. Mike Tomlin, as he always does, talks about injuries first. He did, well, we all knew that Devin Bush's season was over with an ACL tear. He acknowledged that. He said that uh, Bush is going to have surgery tomorrow, that is Wednesday, and he won't have any new updates on Bush in terms of his rehab or anything of that kind until after he's on the other side of that surgery. He said he feels awful, but he said injuries are about as they're a part of the game as much as tackling and running are. So he's right. Injuries happen every single year. So Devin Bush obviously done for the season. Next, he went into players that were injured during the game on Sunday, the win over the Browns, mainly Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton had a shoulder injury. He said that they're going to obviously might limit his availability of practice early in the week, but he doesn't think it should be something that puts him out of this upcoming game. But again, it all depends on how he responds to the work. Don't be shocked if Mike Hilton does not practice on Wednesday. Derek Watt was not named by Mike Tomlin after the game, but he had some tightness in his hamstring, the same hamstring that he injured in week three in the win over the Houston Texans. That's troubling because he had just worked his way back after the bye week. And to have him re-injure this hamstring, if it is bad enough that he has to miss a game or two, this could linger the entire season. But again, just like Hilton, they're going to see how he is. He might get a day off. Maybe he returns later in the week. These hamstring injuries are ones that can always just right when you feel like you are back. Yank, you hear if you feel it yank again. Anyone that's had a pulled hamstring knows exactly what this feels like. It takes time, and that's not good for the Steelers fullback. He did talk about two players that missed on Sunday. That was David DeCastro with an abdominal injury and Deontay Johnson with a back injury. D- David DeCastro with his abdominal injury, he's going to be returning to work, same as Deontay Johnson. But as always, they're going to see how they handle that workload, whether they'll be back. In terms of David DeCastro, I felt that Kevin Dotson, I'm not the only one, by the way. Kevin Dotson's done a great job. And Deontay Johnson, he's a valuable member of this receiving core. I understand that the Pittsburgh Steelers are built around a very wide variety of players in regards to the wide receiving core. You have Juju Smith-Schuster, Chase Claypool, uh, now you have Ray Ray McLeod, James Washington, Eric Ebron. But with Deontay Johnson on the field, it makes him that much more diverse, that much more dangerous. You want him back there. Deontay Johnson could potentially return next week. He was asked later in the press conference for an update on Stefan Wisniewski. Wisniewski has been on IR, and he had suffered a pectoral injury in week one. Um, 
He said he didn't have an update. He's been working out. He, he said he looks good. But ultimately, he's going to continue to work. The Steelers, as of, I want to say it was last Thursday or Friday, that they put him, uh, they took him off of IR. It started a 21-day clock. If they don't get him on the active roster in 21 days, he's on IR for the rest of the year. So they still have over two weeks to do that, but there's no update on Wisniewski and when he might be activated. Uh, the good news is, is that Marquise Pouncey, who left with a, I guess he left with a foot injury, something he had dealt with in the week five win over the Philadelphia Eagles. He was not even mentioned and no one asked a follow-up question. So I guess in that regard, it's no news is good news for Marquise Pouncey in his foot. So there you have the injury update. That's a long list, but I, I have a feeling, fingers crossed, that the Steelers injury report might look really long on Wednesday, but it might dwindle down as it has all season. And I think a lot of these players are going to be back. We'll find out. Make sure you check out my injury report podcast, which are going to start Wednesday afternoon. Once the injury report is out, I will then give an update on the players that missed practice players that did practice and talk about implications for the team. Then Mike Tomlin went into a recap of the week six win. Didn't talk much about it. Why? Because there wasn't much to complain about. He said they did a good job stopping the run. They protected the football, but he did mention regards to stopping the run. He said getting a lead early, change the trajectory of the game. In other words, the Browns weren't able to lean on the run. They're constantly playing from behind. You're down 24, nothing. You have to throw the ball to get back into the game. That's just something that he recognized. He said, we're going to have a tough test ahead of us as he started to then preview the Tennessee Titans. Where does he start? Where everyone starts when they talk about the Titans, Derek Henry. He talked about how this guy averages about 25 carries a game. He said, which is pretty much unheard of in today's national football league. He said he will physically wear you down, and he's never seen a big man be so big play capable. He said he's huge, he's a giant of a man, but if he gets outside in space, he is capable of making big plays. That was evident against the Houston Texans, where the Titans won in overtime in week six. He even went, he was asked about Derrick Henry later. He said, look, you want to give a good image of what this is like? Derrick Henry is like Bud Dupree running with a football. He said he's just a lot faster than Bud. Think about that. Um, he even went in to talk about how, you know, he was asked about how are some defensive backs making quote unquote business decisions by choosing to not tackle Derrick Henry. And he said, look, our guys are going to know that they have to do what's what's asked of them with the job. And that is, you got to come up, you got to make the tackle. You got to do what's asked of you. He went on to talk about Ryan Tannehill really lauded his decision-making, how he's protecting the football and spreading it around. He said he's making good and fast decisions, and this guy has not been sacked much, only a handful of times the entire season. It's going to be interesting with the Steelers' uh, defense, which obviously is going to be one of the top teams in the National Football League in terms of total sacks in only five games. That's going to be a tough matchup to watch. Can the Steelers get to Tannehill? On defense, he really talked about the, the Tennessee defense having timely turnovers and stops. He mentioned Simmons on the defensive front, Malcolm Butler in the back end. He said, quote unquote, they have an appetite for the big moment. When they need a big play, it's normally the defense that steps up. He said they really are in good harmony with the offense, and that's a good thing for the Titans, and that's why they're 5-0. and he did mention how the Titans are battle-tested. They've been in some really tough games. He also said this is only the Steelers' second road trip of the season. It is really hard to believe, but they've played four straight home games. The last time they traveled was in Week 1 when they went to New York to play the Giants at MetLife Stadium. So it's only the second road trip. Thankfully, 
It's not a long one. It's actually a really short trip. And then they are followed up with another short road trip when they go to Baltimore. So the Steelers aren't going to have those long layovers or anything like that. But ultimately, it's only their second road trip. But Tomlin said we are humbled by a five-star matchup. Both teams 5-0. and It's exactly what this is. Now, replacing Devin Bush, what is that going to look like? Mike Tomlin spoke a lot about this. He said Robert Spillane is the guy that they are going to go with for the foreseeable future. He is the primary guy when asked about what he liked about Spillane, quote unquote, we like our Mac football. Uh, Spillane comes from the Mac, the mid Atlantic conference. And he said that he has continually gotten better. Now, when asked, will it just be Spillane? He said, they have confidence in Ulysses Gilbert, the third and Marcus Allen. He said, we're going to have to put a plan in place. They don't expect Spillane to do what Devin Bush did. And that is play every single defensive snap. He just does that. That's probably not going to happen, but he did mention that they're not going to have excuses. They're not going to allow excuses to creep in with anyone that steps on the field as an inside linebacker for the Steelers, because whoever's out there, they are expected to perform. He said Spillane will have the green dot most likely, but he said, we're not sure they got to go through some game planning stuff. Ultimately he said, look, Spillane is the guy right now. When asked about, are they going to make any trades? He said, right now, he has continually gotten better and has given us every opportunity to trust in him that they're going to, he's going to be good enough. And he even went on to say that it's not like Devin Bush is some vested veteran. He was only in his second year. He didn't have the green dot in 2019. He'd only done it for five games. So it's not like they have an entrenched veteran. Think back to 2017 when Ryan Shazier went down. This is not that situation, so to speak, when it comes to experience, when it comes to all of those, uh, intangibles that we always talk about in the terms of all that. So then he was asked, this was an interesting answer. Tom was asked about what makes a complete football team. And he gave a very detailed answer. He said, I, I, he, he said that he thinks the complete football team is being able to win in many ways, having good depth and a team that has a high floor. And what he meant by that is that even when they play their worst game, it's still not that bad. He talked about consistency and they are tough to beat, meaning they don't beat themselves with turnovers, penalties, all those negative plays. And if you think about what he just described, kind of just described the Steelers. They win in many ways. They've been consistent. I think they have a good floor, good depth too. I mean, they're proving that every single week and they're tough to beat. Uh, He was asked about Mike Hilton in particular going into this matchup with the Tennessee Titans and how his role kind of changes. He said, look, Mike Hilton's going to embrace whatever role he gets, hoping he's healthy enough to play. He mentioned that the Titans do not run a lot of sub-package offense. Therefore, they're not sure how often they're going to be running their nickel, running their dime, and different defenses that are going to have Hilton out there a lot. So he doesn't know what is going to be in store for Hilton this week, but he does expect a role for him at that time. He was asked, Tom was asked about the difference between now in week four, when they were preparing, he said, look, we're every single week teams are discovering new wrinkles, but he thinks that their formula for success remains the same. They want to run the ball, Tannehill, protect the ball for the defense to be, to make timely stops. But one key name that's going to be in the lineup that would not have been in the lineup in week four is wide receiver, AJ Brown. He said, he remembers AJ Brown and DK Metcalf coming out of Ole Miss. He called them a freak show. He said he's going to be a matchup problem, and you saw that in Houston. He was the one that had the game-tying touchdown with seven seconds left that sent it into overtime. 
But Taylor uh, Lewin is out. They're starting left tackle. He tore his ACL last week. So Lewin would have been in the lineup in week four. A.J. Brown wouldn't have been. So there is some change there when it comes to what's going on with the difference between week four and then week seven. Lastly, Tom was asked about the punting. He said it has not been up to snuff. Now, if you check behind the steel curtain.com, it was reported that the Steelers brought in a linebacker for a workout as well as Jordan Berry. Now, maybe this is just one of those, Hey, Dustin Colquitt, we're sending a message. It hasn't been good enough. I don't know. Ultimately, we'll see if the Steelers make a move there. I forgot this point. He was asked about the wide receiver room being selfless. He said, and mainly Juju Smith-Schuster, because Juju Smith-Schuster finished week six with two catches and six yards. That's it. He said, look, it's funny that teammates, he said, it's funny that people are talking about teammates being excited for one another. He said that really, he feels like the, the antithesis of that, the players that are not happy for one another, they are outliers. They are not the norm. He likes that they have quality team players, quality team players on their roster. And that's what he thinks, not only in the wide receiver room, but across the board. And that's, I think that's a good way to describe this 2020 Pittsburgh Steelers roster. So there you have it, folks. Mike Tomlin breaking down the Tennessee Titans for the second time in the same season. And no, they're not division rivals. They're not. <laughs> it's just the way it works out. So I hope you got something out of this. I know I did have some really good information on Robert Spillane, good breakdown of the injuries, and then looking ahead to the Titans this Sunday. Remember, check out my Let's Ride podcast every Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning. Also, make sure you check out all of our podcasts, but especially like the Steelers Injury Report every afternoon. Those run Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for a Sunday game. And all of our PM shows like the Steelers Preview, the Steelers Hangover, uh, Know Your Enemy, which is a phenomenal show with Michael Beck and Jeffrey Benedict. Check it all out, but don't miss a thing by subscribing, following wherever you get your podcasts. Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, uh, Pandora, Spotify, you name it. And as always, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Folks, it's been good. It's been real. As always, stay tuned. In the meantime, stay kind, stay safe. God bless. We'll see you. Here we go, Steelers.